0: Happy Mother's Day. You're listening to the Riverwalk, the preaching ministry of Beth River Baptist Church in Winsboro, Louisiana. Today we're going to talk about loving, honoring, and respecting our mothers. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy. Today we're going to read in the book of 2 John. It's a tiny, tiny little book and it's towards the end of your Bible. So if you would, find the book of 2 John. All you got to do is just turn to Revelation and turn back a couple of pages Today, we're going to worship Jesus, and we're also going to honor our mothers. It's something that could be done simultaneously. I learned something new this week, and it was really by accident, and the the timing was appropriate. Did you know that there is really a whole book in the Bible about a Christian mom? Not just a chapter, although the whole book is a chapter, I guess. But the whole book is really about a Christian mom, the whole letter. I just happened to stumble upon this this week and I thought, wow, just how very appropriate it is that I find this right before Mother's Day to share with you all. So this Mother's Day, I want to read this whole little book, this whole letter of 2 John and point out some truths from it today. If I was going to title a message, I would just title this message, Hey Ladies, Hey Ladies, I See You. And you'll see this is kind of what John the Apostle wrote about. Let's read this one chapter and talk about it. It says in Second John chapter 1, The Elder, that's John, that's who's writing the letter, to the elect lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not only I, but also all those who have known the truth, because of the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with you from God the Father, from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. I rejoice greatly that I have found some of your children walking in truth as we receive commandment from the Father. And now I plead with you, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment to you, that, but that which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. This is love, that we walk according to His commandments. This is the commandment, that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we do not lose those things we worked for, but that we may receive a full reward. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine, do not receive him into your house nor greet him, for he who greets him shares in his evil deeds. Having many things to write to you, I did not wish to do so with paper and ink, but I hope to come to you and speak face to face that our joy may be full. The children of your elect sister greet you. Amen. So many times, at least the times that I've read the Bible through, when I get to the end, I just kind of skim through that and I mark the truths, but I don't see the bigger picture of what is going on. Like I said, the author of this, the elder, is the Apostle John. Scholars pretty much agree on this. The recipient is who he identifies as this elect lady. Some argue that John may be writing to a church and he's using figurative language. But I believe he's writing to an actual person. But regardless, the truths that we're going to talk about today can be applied. The likely context is John is replying either to a lady or he's applying or replying to a church. He had gotten a letter and this person, this mother, was struggling with love and truth. She was struggling with the fact she wants to be loving. She wants to be open and welcome everybody into her household. And yet some people want to come into her household that she knows is not of God. They're, they're deceivers. And John says, hey, you shouldn't do this. But today I don't want to so much focus on the, the content of the letter as much as the context of the letter. I want you to notice how John addresses this lady and how he talks about This lady. And here's, here's really the first point, and you see it from the very beginning. It says, to the elect lady and her children. And then you, you see in verse 5, you see it again, and now I plead with you, lady. We use the term lady today rather loosely. But back when this was written, and even back a hundred years ago, the term lady really, really demands respect. Listen, I want you to know, Christian mothers, Christian women deserve our respect. In the Greek, this reads lady Electa." This is somebody important. This is somebody that John said, hey, this is somebody that, that deserves respect. Somebody that I need to set aside. And Christian mothers today deserve our respect. Too often, very too often in the church, we think that Christian motherhood is just a normative thing. That it's the easy thing. And as such, we don't really give mothers the respect they deserve. The apostle John saw this mother, saw her children, and man he just, he addressed her with respect in this way. Why should we respect our moms? Why should we respect the ladies in our midst? I just want to tell you church if you don't know it, if it's not already obvious, I want to tell you being a Christian mom, being a Christian lady is extremely countercultural. It means parenting in a way that goes totally against what the world would have a mother do. The Christian mom makes teaching her children right from wrong a priority. The Christian mom makes teaching her children about Jesus a priority. The Christian mom chooses truth over feelings. That's something that's not popular today. The Christian mom sacrifices to have her children dressed and brings them to church even when many times the dad will not do so. She is counter-cultural in everything she does in how she takes care of her house and how she brings her children to church and how she teaches them the truth of God's Word. How she teaches them the truth about sin. But not only that, the Christian mom is countercultural in submitting to her husband when the rest of the world does not. Following him, trusting in his guidance, even if it means leaving a comfortable life to go to a place like Dryprong. I'll just say it today. It's countercultural. It doesn't make sense. Just like in John's day, this has not changed. It's always been countercultural to make a stand for Jesus and to raise your children in that way. Christian mothers deserve our respect because being a Christian mom is hard. Christian ladies, I want you to know I understand. I'll never be able to walk in your shoes, but I, I do see what you go through, and I see you, Christian lady. This is Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, let's remember to respect our moms like John did here. Let's respect her in how we talk to our moms and how we address the moms in our midst. Let's acknowledge them and let them know the work they are doing is not going unnoticed. Respect them by your words and by your actions. So many times today we... We we celebrate all kinds of things, but we forget to celebrate what we might call the simplest thing, and that is Christian motherhood. You're not respecting the Christian ladies and the Christian moms among us by acting like life is easy for them, by ignoring them, by talking down to them, by talking behind their back. Let's simply remember to respect the mothers in our midst like John did here. But I see something else John did in this passage and you see it in verse 4, John says, I rejoiced greatly. I rejoiced greatly that I have found some of your children walking in truth. So listen, church, if you want to honor your mom this Mother's Day, we should respect our moms, but we should also rejoice over our Christian moms and her accomplishments. John rejoiced when he found some of her children walking in the truth. When we hear of others walking in the truth, we should rejoice over that and we should tell their moms, just like John did here, he made time to write and say, Hey, I rejoice when I saw your children walking in the truth. Church, we we live in a time today where we tell moms we're we're happy for their kids. We've got some that are going to be graduates next week. And and I, I rejoice. I rejoice over Caitlin and Hunter and Keith and, and all these that are graduating. We rejoice when our kids hit home runs. We rejoice when they make good grades. But church, I want you to know... If the only thing that your child ever does is accept Jesus as their Savior, and He never goes to college, He never makes a six-figure career, and He never does these big, great things the world has, well, doggone it, you have done more, way more than most in our society. When was the last time that you told a Christian mom, hey, I'm proud, I'm proud of the job you're doing? Lori, I'm proud of Raymond and Kenny getting up here and singing. And they're here every Sunday morning, every Wednesday night. And they would be here on Sunday nights too. Adam, I'm proud of your kids. And, and Shannon and Trisha and Brooke and all your kids. I'm so proud of them that they could come up here and they, they know how to pray and they know Scripture. Oh, I'm proud of the other stuff too. But man, I rejoice with you that I see children walking in the truth. And hey, it doesn't change as you get older either. We're not told how old these children were. Maybe, maybe they were as young as Jeremiah or maybe they were as old as me. So hey, Miss Margie, when I go see Gerald in the nursing home and I talk to him every week, I rejoice in that. Mary, when I see Adam cooking for the, the moms and, and Miss Ruby, when I see Bubba and all he does, I still rejoice in that truth. Moms, you're doing a great job and I want to rejoice with you today. I want you to know how proud I am of your children following that example. They are shining a light in a dark, dark world. So moms, I hope that we all rejoice with you today. We also see that John did something else. This is point number three, and it's in verses five and six. He says, and now I plead with you ladies, talking with respect again. Not as though I wrote a new commandment to you, but that which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. This is love, that we walk according to His commandments. This is the commandment, that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. So listen, this is what John was doing here. John was offering her help. He was offering her instructions. So listen, while we respect our moms, while we rejoice with our moms, we should also offer our help to our moms. He's sharing with her the commandment to love. He's trying to help her decide who he welcomes, who she welcomes into her house. And listen, our moms need our respect, our moms need our attention, our moms need our acknowledgments, but our moms sometimes need our help. And why is that? Why do our moms need our help? And look, it says it right here in verse 7, and this is not changed. For many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh. This deceiver is an antichrist. Church, there's one thing that, that, that I agree with the liberal party in Washington, D.C. I absolutely agree that, you know what, there is a war on women. But it's not the kind of war they're talking about. It's a war on Christian women. It's a war on Christian womanhood. It's a war telling a woman that that she is not valuable. A, a, A war telling them that this Bible is wrong. A war telling them that the church doesn't love the women. When right here today you see the opposite is true. Women need our help to help them walk in the truth. Y'all are being attacked every which way. Caitlin, when you get ready to go to college in a few weeks, you're going to hear some things that will probably just make your mind spin. But know this, Beth River Baptist Church is here to help you walk in the truth. Mothers, Beth River Baptist Church is a place where you can get guidance, a place where you can get help in learning and growing in righteousness. That's part of our job as believers, to help you grow in righteousness. And I know it's hard. I know the burden is heavy. For this reason, you don't have to do it alone. There's help if you need it. How can we help? How can we be like John was here? We could pray for. We could pray over our moms. We can offer to volunteer for nursery duty. We can offer to watch the kids while she has a night out with her husband. We can offer to cook every now and then. Just like I said, we all, they all showed their hands this morning. They could do it. Or maybe just simply ask the question, Hey, is there anything I can help you with today? John offered his assistance to help this lady. So what do you have to offer? We should help our mom. And finally this morning, one of the most important things that I think you see from this letter about our mothers is that we should make time for our moms. He says, I mean, he's got a lot of things apparently. He says in verse 12, Having many things to write to you, I did not wish to do so with paper and ink. But I hope to come to you and speak face to face that our joy may be full. There's something special about spending time with our mothers. So this Mother's Day, rather than just write a card rather than just give platitudes, all of which are good, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just really encourage you this day and, and every day to try to make time to spend, to spend with your mother, with the mothers in your life, with the Christian ladies in your life, face to face. Now church, many of you here, many of you, it's a hard day, because you're reflecting on the times that you had with your mom in times past, and I don't have to tell you this. We should never, ever neglect the times we have with our moms, our grandmom, or even your Christian friend who is a mom. Because one day, one day you won't have that fellowship that you have here today. John says, hey, I could write to you all kinds of things, but I want to come to you and speak to you face to face. Have time to talk. Have time over coffee. Have time over the phone. Life gets busy. I realize that. But it should never be too busy to expect, acknowledge, rejoice, and make time for the ones we love. And look how John ends this. It should never never be a burden to do so. Look what he says. He goes, why? Because our joy may be complete. I want to come see you So that our joy may be complete. Spending that quality time with the ladies in your life brings joy to mom. And it brings joy to son or daughter or grandson or granddaughter. Man, you you really are missing out if you're not making time with your mom. You know, for the, the Christian mom, several things bring her joy and happiness. Respect, I think, brings her happiness, acknowledgement. I'm sure it means a whole lot to the ladies when you offer her your time and the cards and the flowers and all that is great. But when I think about the Christian mom, when I think of all the things that, that I've done in my life, what gives my mom the most joy? What, what, what can I give mom for Mother's Day I mean, my, my mom's blessed. It seems like she has everything. and She never asks for nothing. What can I give my mom for Mother's Day? Well, I think you get a good hint to that in 3 John. So look in 3 John. It's probably it's just a few verses over. But I want to close on this. And, and I know it's John. It's not a mom writing it. But I think a Christian mom would agree in this today. What can you give mom? What would make mom happier than anything else in the world? 3 John chapter 1 verse 4 I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth mom is it does that sum it up or not i mean of all the things that you could hear about your son or your daughter doesn't that bring joy to know that your son or daughter is walking in the truth To know that, that, hey, while we live in a world full of lies, that your son or your daughter is just walking in the truth. The truth, and the truth that John was talking about here, is the truth of God's Word. The truth that, that we live in a fallen world. The truth that we are sinners that need a Savior. The truth that Jesus is that Savior. The truth that we'll never be perfect to ask for forgiveness when we mess up. The truth, following Jesus, going wherever He leads, doing whatever He says. Church, I believe. I believe that's what makes our parents happy. That's what makes the Christian ladies in our life happy. Christian moms want to see their children have a secure future. And how does that secure future happen? It happens by walking in truth. And Christian moms know this, that truth comes from having a relationship with Jesus. Are you walking in truth? Do you have Jesus? Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I hope you understood it. And I hope you know how special you are if you are a mother. And if you're not a mother, I hope you know how special your mother is. Have a great week.